Armed with wit and wisdom, Grit and Grace is committed to sharing stories, strategies, and insights that get people talking about the things that matter to them. And where no topic is taboo, it's time to bypass the BS and start the conversation with Lynn Burnett and C.J. Ripka. What's up, everybody? CJ here, and as with as always, with me is my amazing, my awesome, my brilliant cohort, Lynn Burnett. Hey, Lynn, how's it going? Hey, hey, hey! It's going awesome. We're back. We are back. It's nice to be back. I, yeah, I know. What can you say? It's been too damn long. Well, we were back briefly last week. I think it was last week. Everything blurs together, but we were back briefly uh, live stream last week. So yeah. And that was really just to kind of tell people what's going on and what they can expect. So it wasn't necessarily a show. It was more of a, us just shaking the rust Mm -hmm. off. Exactly. Just kind of, you know, get moving again after like we've been sitting for a long time. We got to get those old bones going again. So yeah, but you know, this is so weird that I can't see you. I know. It's it's odd. I'm not <laughs> used to doing things this way. It's just... <laughs> so man, old school. I know. It's it's crazy. <laughs> but I think, I think we're going to like this a lot more. I think people are going to be able to just grab onto this format and, and, and this delivery system a little bit better because you're going to... It's going to be awesome. I think so. And, you know, for those that are wondering why, you know, we really look at things and I've been looking at our stats and things like that. And, you know, I I see we get tons of people that listen to us, only listen to us and don't watch. And we're never going to make everybody happy. But we, you know, we're, we look at sort of what's going on, or I look mostly, <laughs> I let you know, but it's, you know, it's people are listening because people, it, it, they're multitasking and they're just taking us with them wherever they may be going. And, and so, and there's just so much more we can do. And I think, you know, you and I really want to up level on what we can do with this show. And we're just kind of thinking that, uh, you know, it's, it's this way, this format is really what's um, going to take us. We, we can make it pretty. Well, and it's where we got our start. I mean, radio yeah. is really where we kind of fell into this whole media genre anyways so it's it's kind of getting back to our roots getting back to what we know and mm. uh the production value is going to go up com- immensely just because this yeah. is what this is what we're comfortable with yeah yeah exactly so there you go so that explains it a little bit for those that uh that we'll be catching this. Um, I lo- I lo- I'll miss the live engagement, but we will like pop in here and there and do and do some live streams. And then you've got you know Ron Real that's gearing up and gonna go out there and cause some trouble. And so you know we'll we'll be able to engage. So we've had some great conversations though. But we will we will be around live streaming. Oh, every now and then, sure, absolutely. I mean, we can't completely go away from it. <laughs> It would probably be alienating our, our people that just love to get involved. 
And you can always get involved. I mean, there's always ways to get involved. You can always go to grit and grace podcast.com, right? Is that the one? Did we switch it? Is it, oh, it hasn't been switched out yet. Yeah. So it's still grit and grace tv.com. But yes, the website will be changing and we'll share that with another episode and things will change and we will definitely have it set up so that people can really engage with us and talk and share. So yeah, that hasn't switched over yet, but it will. So I'm excited about this new, this new season. We've got so many things. We spent hours talking about stuff that we want to get out this season. Some of the things that maybe we should have hit on sooner, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we didn't. And uh, now I'm glad we didn't because now it's, it, it, we're able to get out and just knock it out of the park with this new season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. It, there's so much going on, and you and I both are always watching stuff of what's going on. And, and yeah, there's always something out there. And um, it's a good – we're back. We're back and revved and ready to go. Guess who's back? Anyways. And we got a new intro. Like, oh, my God. So let's talk about that for a second because that was pretty exciting. You know, this is – uh, Spike Reel, the big voice. Oh yeah. man, guy, he's been around the industry for years. And for us to be able to hook up with this guy and get him to do something for a show at, at this level, I mean, this is not by any means the, the morning shows that are syndicated all over the country. This isn't the, the talk shows that you listen to on AM radio or FM radio, wherever. But this is something that we love to do, and I, I believe that the content is absolutely as as good as any content out there. But yeah. this guy, he just upped the level of professionalism and of how this is going to sound going forward. So, Spike, wow, oh. he knocked out of the park for us every time. Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. And I love the intro that he did for your run reel. And uh, he's getting into doing some new things too. So his new website's going to launch soon, but he took a little bit of a break, he said, so that he could um, work on our intro for us. (laughs) So um, yeah, so and he's posted, we're going to share out uh, something else, a video, a little video promo that he did for us as well. So oh, this guy, his voice, it's amazing. Some people just just, oh, he has it. And um, yeah, just so lucky to be connected to him. Nice, the nicest guy, one of the nicest people ever. And oh, well, you know, you gotta, if he does your intro, you're, you're solid. You're good. Oh, definitely. And if you want to see what he's got going on, because this is going to be up on the Facebook page. And if you want, if you're not a member or if you're not, if you haven't liked the page yet, we, we put up stuff all the time and it's so fun and it's so engaging. Just go to uh, facebook.com forward slash grit and grace TV. G R I T A N D T R A C E TV. And you can see exactly what we're talking about. It's, it's absolutely astonishing what this guy does. You know, what's so cool. <laughs> we got, we haven't even launched yet. So we're recording this and everybody's going to be listening to um, is that we've got a lot of engagement on our Facebook page and we haven't even come back yet. No, 
lot of new likes and engagement. And so, but there's a lot of stuff going on out there and our awesome assistants. So, um, but yeah, there's people that are still, they're getting excited. They're getting excited and they're hearing about it and we're getting a lot of new likes on the Facebook page. So, I mean, God, how cool is that? Oh, I know. And you know, our production assistant, Alain, she is probably by far one of the best production assistants anybody could ask for. She absolutely goes above and beyond any call of duty to get stuff out and she's always on things and she keeps us, she keeps us accountable. She, she does. She really is like, Hey, what do you think of this? Hey guys, what are you going to do this? Hey, I need this by this day so I can get it out for this. And yeah. awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And it's so, it's, it's kind of like, I kind of feel bad and I think she's kind of missing out because she really was really part of it when we were doing our show live, like live streaming. So she could be right there watching and now she's not with us as we're doing these. So that's kind of sad. I I guess, you know, we're 10 minutes into our our episode already and we haven't even told everybody what this episode is about. So I hope they're still here. I'm sure they are because that's true. Well, we're just so, so much to talk about. There that's is so why. much to talk about. So today's episode. So if, if you're still here, if you haven't figured it out yet, we're, we're just coming back. Of course you just figured that out. We just spent 10 minutes telling you about it, but today's episode, we're talking about the legalization of marijuana. We're going to, we're going to be going into more of the recreational legalization aspect though. Is this, there's been a lot over the years about medical marijuana, but not as uh, the recreational side has still, it's still got that, uh, that stigma. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's, we wanted to talk about this cause it's getting to be a big deal. Um, you know, it's coming up in Canada that it's, I think it's next month. Is it next month? Shit. That's really bad preparation on my part in that. <laughs> next month or November, I think it's next month that it's officially going to be legalized. I think like October 17th or something is the date um, in Canada that it's going to officially be legalized. And there's a lot of talk about this. So we figured we need to talk about this. And there's, it's, it's a huge topic. So that's what we're coming back with. Absolutely. But before we get into that, we are going to just, we're going to just, let's talk about something that's happened to you and me in the last couple of days, just, uh, just kind of catch up a little bit. Let's just kind of, let's warm up a little bit. So what, uh, what's your last week been like? It has been crazy as hell because it's like a new year. So it has been busy and, you know, and it, nothing, nothing stops for, for in this business, like the weekends don't stop anybody. And it just, go, go, go. And I wake up to messages and people want to talk and, Hey, they're thinking about this. Can I ask a question about podcasting? Can I, you know, I was thinking about doing this, would that be okay? And, you know, all kinds of things going on. So it's been, it's exciting because it's like a new year. It's like a new year. So I'm like rev to like get into what's happening in the last part of the year and getting ready for next year. I can't believe we're already into the fall. Oh my God. And it's snowing, not here, but in the oh, province. Wow. It's crazy. You know, it's, it's, I'm surprised this year by how many new uh, podcasts that I've seen come out within the last couple of months, not even a couple of months mm. within the last couple of weeks, actually. Yes. Um, I was just going to say it's, weeks. It's crazy because typically in the past, 
February has been that magic month where you see just hundreds of podcasts flooding in new podcasts coming to iTunes and Google play and all, all the different podcatchers. And it's weird because this year now September, we're starting to see that same trend that we would normally see in February. In February, we really didn't see that big jump like we normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe place, uh, these, uh, podcasts, like, well, I know podcast movements coming up, uh, mid Atlantic podcast conference that just happened. So I think maybe uh, that has something to do with it, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think a lot of people talk about it too and they don't and don't, and then they finally do. Yeah. So it, it, that's been like really, really, really freaking busy. <laughs> for me and I'm like starting to oh, it's cold and I hate being cold and <laughs> like I just didn't get any fall so that's just what's been going on I've just been really head down working at uh, just working on programming and, and answering questions for people and yeah that's that's it that is it because that's what I do eat breathe sleep Talk about this stuff. Well, today, what about you? Today has been uh, a day of recovery, and when I say today, I'm not trying to. I know this should be more evergreen type content, but I've got to talk about this because this last weekend, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, it was this past weekend. So today, I I, I had to recover because over the weekend we had oh. our Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association oh, yeah. regional meeting. So we've got. People mm-hmm. coming from Montana, Nebraska, or not Nebraska, I apologize, Nebraska, uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wyoming. So four states in this region. And there were about, I would say, 80 or so members that showed up to the meeting. And then after the meetings, you know, the meetings are all in the morning. So about noon, everything breaks for lunch. And that is the the official kickoff of the the party, <laughs> the, the party. <laughs> the, when you get that many people who are in the same organization together, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna have a good time. So we had we had an epic party. I don't know how many cases of beer were drank. I don't know how many oh, gallons God. of of Chuck Norris's Sev. If you're listening to the, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and they they were twenty five dollars per pitcher. And he had to have had at least five or six pitchers by himself. What? Yes. And if you don't know what a Chuck what? Norris is, go look it up. It's a it's a purple drink. I thought it, I thought it looked a little fruity, but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty epic. Oh my god! Who's the guy wearing the monkey balls T-shirt? <laughs> so if you haven't seen it. I saw that. I'm going to put this post. I'm going to put the picture up on our Facebook page. So you're going to have to go over there. Well, that guy, he is, he is one of the old regional reps and he's one of the old chapter commanders. I want to say he's from Wyoming. If I'm not mistaken, I'll have to look at the, no, that might be grumpy and grumpy. That grumpy is his road name. And uh, so he, I, he, he's actually from South Dakota. I'm sorry. He's from Sioux Falls on that side of the state. So they're kind of different over there. They're a little strange on that side, but uh, yeah, Grumpy, <laughs> Grumpy wears a shirt that says I ate monkey balls or something to that. 
Yeah, that's it. And it was absolutely the funniest thing. And well, it was perfect with the caption you wrote meeting of the mindless. And right away, my eyes go to that. I ate monkey balls. I'm like, yeah, I just. Yes. So we'll post that on the Facebook page. Got You got to go over and check that out. That's, that's pretty. Funny. Oh my God. That's good. But yeah. We, we officially closed the party down about three 30 in the morning with a couple of the gals deciding to jump in the pool at the, at the hotel. Um, no, we didn't get kicked out of the hotel. We didn't get kicked out of the pool. They they were pretty cool about it. We tried to stay quiet, but uh, yeah, a couple of the gals jumped in the pool. A couple of the guys jumped in the pool. Yeah, oh, you're lucky. We had one wife come out and uh, uh, and look sternly, look at, very sternly at her husband who happened to be in the pool, and kind of give him that no. um, yeah, it's bedtime look. So <laughs> that the only one. <laughs> so we did good. Ah. Oh, that's good. That's good. There's always something. There's always something. Oh. You always got a funny story. Oh, that's not even the best story, but I'm going to save that for a little in for another for another time. Oh god. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> you always got great stories. We don't want to run out. So, so you're ready to get into this big topic? Let's do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> the legalization of marijuana. Recreational mm-hmm. marijuana. Let's say that. Let's recreational marijuana. Yeah, because this is a huge topic and, you know, and I think let's I, I uh, 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 <laughs> That's how big the topic is. See, I don't even know like how to talk. It's a big topic because you can look at it recreationally, medicinally. Now we got, you know, people that are taking, you know, cannabis. And it's, so it's huge. It's huge. It's huge what's happening. I mean, there are direct sales companies now that have come out um, that are promoting, selling. They have reps that are selling CBD products, uh, all of this. So it's huge. So I think it's really important. I mean, we can talk about this another way, but we're talking about recreational use because, and and people aren't really sure how, I think, what they think about it really. So we put a poll out on our Facebook page about this, right? And, you know. Interesting. It was very interesting. I was extremely surprised um, you know, growing up, I personally, I've, okay. So I've tried it. I've inhaled. I, I no. took it in. Yeah, I get, yeah, exactly. <laughs> most of us, most of us have tried it, at least tried it, whether it was in high school or in college, party, whatever. Most of us have at least tried it. Now, yeah, I agree. I'm not a smoker or I should say, I, I'm not that guy that's going to go out and, you know, buy a bag of weed and smoke up and stuff like that. However, I do know people who do that on a regular basis. And uh, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, the people that I know, the influences that I have that do smoke it on a regular basis, they're very productive people. Mm-hmm. Which I don't get, but yeah, there are those that exist. <laughs> That would not be me <laughs> if I did. See, and that, that was me too. Cause I, you know, when the, the few times that I did try it, I was worthless afterwards. I, 
I slept on oh, whatever God. was there to sleep on. It was, and I had minutes, not, not like an hour of doing stuff and hanging out and having fun, but minutes. And I was out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. I'd get a good, I'd laugh for, I don't know. I'd have a good time for maybe 15 minutes. And then I was, I was, I was a zombie. Like, so kudos to the people that can do stuff that can be very productive. And yeah, I think it's a lot more than what people think. I think people have a certain idea of, I think, pot, thinking all pot smokers are like you and I would be, like useless. <laughs> but it's not the well, case. I mean, look at all the advertising they did back in the 80s when, uh, I mean, I don't know how it was there, but I know here in the United States when they came out with the Say No to Drugs campaign during the Reagan years. Um, that was big. Yeah, it, it was it was one of those things where marijuana was was one of those drugs that they they classified as a gateway drug and yeah, and it was looked at it the same way as heroin and and crack and all these really hard I mean horrible drugs. Mhm. Cuz people don't understand, right? Like people just say no to what they don't understand. And when they're fearful, it's no. So uh you know, they didn't they don't really understand it. They saw, you know, what you know, they look at the hippie movement and all of that and thought that they were just a bunch of um you know, lazy people that didn't want to do anything. Um but it's that's not the case. That's not the case with everybody. So um, it's interesting what came out of that poll. So we put a poll up. We've had it up for, I think, a week or something, right? I think it was yeah, a week. About, I think yeah. it's been all week. Five, six days, something like that. Mm-hmm. And we, again, we just had a couple more people comment on it. So do you want to share like some results? Yeah, I'll jump over there real quick. So do, do what, we're, what we found out was... About 87% to 13%. Now, this is very, very lopsided. 87% actually said, yes, they support the legalization of marijuana, where where 13% said, no, they don't. The best, though, is the comments and some of the conversations that happened in the comments. Always. Always the comments. Now there is some and some misinformation, right? Like, so we had one comment was marijuana is associated sometimes with violent crimes. That was a comment somebody made, right? And uh, I, when I saw that comment come in, I had to jump in and I had to, I had to respond to that one because I think there's a lot of violent crime that gets blamed on something. They they don't want to blame it on the person that's the, the person that should be held responsible. They blame it on a habit or something. So I, I wrote back to this person. Mm-hmm. I said, so I said, so is rap music and rock, uh, rock music, video games. Marijuana is also associated with strong economic growth rate, repaired roads, school, school teachers, earnings going up, children having tablets instead of having to carry heavy school books. Uh, so there's there's actually a lot of things that, yeah, yeah, marijuana might have been ingested during a violent or before a violent crime, uh-huh. but that can't be yeah. responsible in itself of them doing it because uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. I, I've never seen anybody that's been normal one minute, smoke a joint, and then want to go shoot somebody or anything. I've never seen that. Yeah, no. No, never, 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 never. Come on. That would maybe stop them from wanting to do that. Like, I mean, it's not, it's not uh, like the others where it, it's, it makes somebody antagonistic. Alcohol will make people antagonistic, right. you know, um, Coke, uh, heroin, things like that. Usually, you know, the man-made created type things, but that, if anything, it would turn somebody the other way and go, yeah, you know, I don't really care that much anymore. And just like change their mind about it. So there's like people who are really misinformed. Absolutely. You know, and okay. So going through all the, all the experiences I've ever had, and there, there isn't a lot, there really isn't, but all the experiences I've ever had, People I know I'm probably saying bullshit <laughs> right now, but I, I promise you, I have not had that many exper- experiences with marijuana because I personally just don't like it. Um, it's not something that it's ever done anything for me other than put me to sleep. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I have never witnessed anybody getting so high that they are in danger of dying. They typically get to a certain point and they just go to sleep and they sleep it off. Or they just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I've never seen anybody overdose mm-hmm. on marijuana by itself. So the, the the dangers associated with other drugs, like the overdose, like on heroin and crack and methamphetamines, cocaine, things like that, those dangers don't necessarily exist with this. So it's, mm-hmm. I, 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 think, yeah. I think people over the years, they, they've developed a perspective of this, this drug based on the government uh, telling us what they want us to think about it. You know, information to, to kind of get you to um, think the same way they want you to think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The big war on drugs, like you said. You know, the big war on drugs and and putting it out there like it's a gateway drug, I think, because it was so prevalent. Right. So easy. Like, you know, high schoolers could get it and it was as easy to get as as alcohol. Right. So it's like, oh, if they're going to, you know, kids can get that. So th- that's where it all starts. Like, whoa. Well, half the time so, this is easier to get than alcohol. At least it, it, with alcohol, you still have to yeah. find someone 21 to go buy it for a kid. This stuff here, kids are selling it to kids. So. That yeah. that in and itself is absolutely wrong. I, I do not whatsoever condone children under the age of 18 smoking marijuana. I do not condone that whatsoever. No. Why? I believe it's the same as, as cigarettes. Uh, once, once they're 18 and they're classified as a legal adult, they can then make a sound decision whether or not they want to put that in their body or not. At the age of 16, 15, mm-hmm. 14, when you're still trying to develop, you're still, you, you're not, you don't have the maturity to make the decisions uh, based on the right information. You're just doing it because my friends are doing it or whatever. At that age, I don't believe that mm-hmm. you're mature enough to make a responsible decision. 
that's why I don't mm-hmm. believe that children should have it. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I agree. You're really developing still. I mean, if you want to talk, you know, physically, you're physically developing until you're 18 years old. But you know, it's that time. It's those ages, it is those younger ages where kids start to test the morals and the values and all those things that that their parents taught them and now they're oh, like absolutely. testing it. Absolutely. Right? So God, I remember what it's like being a teenager. Oh my God. You know, I and yeah, is it hypocritical for me to say that? Absolutely, because yeah, I wasn't eighteen the first time I tried marijuana, but I was not How eighteen. Old? I was no. I was quite a bit. I, I was know. probably in my. I was probably fourteen when I tried it for the first time. But, I don't even know. I don't even remember. I don't even remember the first oh, time I tried it. Don't I don't remember, remember the, the how old I was. The, the weed took away your memory from the first time. So, <laughs> actually, I'm sorry. Folks. That's that's actually one a misconception. It does not mess with your short term memory, like people have claimed over the years. And there's going to be, a, I know there's going to be a doctor out there that's going to say, "No, you're wrong. It does mess with your memory." But no, it does not. You know, I don't, it's a natural thing. It is natural. It's a natural thing. It's not like this was cooked up in a lab. It's a natural plant that was created that grows. I mean, and it's not the only plant that is, that alters you, that creates uh, a high for lack of a better term. I mean, it's not the only plant like that out there. You've got peyote, you've got uh, mushroom. There's teas, yeah, mushroom. Like, there's all kinds of things. Uh, but this, I would say, is probably the cleanest of those forms. So yeah. I don't see the problem with it. Um, now, there's right now in the United States, there's nine states who have legalized recreational marijuana. I didn't realize that was... Um, there was that many, yeah, yeah. actually. Uh, well, Colorado and Washington kind of led the charge with the recreational. Yeah. And, and I think uh, mm-hmm. the rest of yeah. them kind of came in. It was a year after or maybe two years after, you know, 2014 timeframe when they started coming, the other states started coming on board. They really wanted to see how that social experiment worked, though. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. I mean legalize it in two states see how it works if those states start doing better you can definitely tell within a couple of years whether or not their economy is going up down or what uh, uh, you know there's there's mm-hmm. a whole lot of good that came out of that experiment and now there's nine states yeah although you know it still remains it's still like illegal federally i mean it's still so now we have these shops that have come up and it's legal here it's legal here in in, in bc um it's going to be legal recreationally can smoke it in public uh all across canada i believe it's october 17th my bad for not having the exact date um and uh 
yeah, I think, and this will be one of those topics that's the big debate because people think that everything is just going to go to hell when this happens. And there's people that argue like anything that's a hot topic, uh, you know, the pros and cons about it. I mean, and that's what people... I mean, I, I think there's pros and cons to anything. I mean, when one side does well, it's not as great for the other side. I mean, that's just, you know, yin and yang. That's the way. There's always an opposite. Right. And- I mean, but but I, there's way more good than bad. There's way more pros well, than cons. Let's talk about some of those pros team. and cons. Just, let's just throw some of them out yeah. there. Um, and now, what we're talking about here is the legalization of recreational marijuana. You may agree with us. You may not agree with us. We're not here to change your mind. We're not here to tell you to think one way versus the other. All we're trying to do is to give you some information to help start that conversation. So you can maybe, you know, create your own opinion one way or the other. And whatever way you decide, mm-hmm. we're not saying you're wrong at all Mm -hmm. exactly yeah it's just get all the information and then and then decide so as i was going across the interwebs and looking for some pros and cons of marijuana legalization i came across this website uh, and this writer who after reading what he wrote i realized he was very much pro uh, marijuana, but I do like the headlines that he used, and uh, we're going to talk about those. We're going to use those headlines as kind of a, a bullet point. But uh, the first one, um, out of the gate, as I was reading through this, the first one out of the gate, I had to laugh and shake my head at, and that was the dismantling of the black market. <laughs> yeah, makes yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is true. Yeah. I had the it, it is funny That's because funny. there's absolutely no way that you are going to dismantle the black market by making marijuana legal. There's too many products in the black market. Well. The black market makes it seem like too like it is already right. is legal. It kind of does. But uh, like but you know the thing anyway. the thing here I'm going to read this little spot here it says the legalization of marijuana either put them out of business or made them go legit now the black market is almost completely gone cannabis dispensaries are registered yeah. <laughs> within the state they are regulated they are taxed and that's good news for everyone involved except the bad guys of course uh you know, the, the bad thing. guys. <laughs> There's always going to be a trade because we're talking about nine states here. You're talking about what? How many provinces there that have it legalized? Well, there's only one. Well, a couple provinces. No, well, just there's one in the Maritimes, and then there's BC, but it's going to be so all across the country. You're really looking at month. a big population of people who are still having to buy it illegally and they are not going to dispensaries because it's a federal uh, or because it's still illegal federally. I cannot, me personally living in South Dakota cannot drive to Canada or to Colorado or to Washington 
or any of the other legalized states, I cannot drive there and transport it back home for personal use. Even though it's legal to buy it there, mm-hmm. it's still illegal to transport it over that state line, making it a federal offense. Um, same goes with the ingestion. Here in South Dakota, we have an ingestion law. So if you go to Colorado, you smoke weed, have a good time over the weekend, and then come back to work on Monday morning. If for whatever reason you get arrested or you get pulled over and they have to do a urinary analysis and they find marijuana, you will be charged with ingestion. Even if you don't have it person. Yes. Holy absolutely. shit. Really? No. And that Holy law kind of crap. became popular. Hmm. Uh, I don't want to say it's popular because it's not popular, but law became popular no, mainly be after uh, Canada legalized marijuana. So they could stop that, uh, that flow. And it yeah, stays in your system for a little fat, while. Yeah, your fat content because, you know, fat soluble, THC mm-hmm. is fat soluble. So, uh, the bigger yeah. you are, the longer it stays. Now, if you have a higher metabolism rate with low body fat, you're looking still at you know fourteen to twenty days. Bigger bones, mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably yeah. going to stay in us for more like thirty to forty days. So, yeah, I found this was really funny the dismantling the black market because look, a lot of people just from. I'm just going from the past, from, from my experience. Um, I mean, I was never one, I never went, I never bought it regularly. I just, if I was at a party or if I was with people or something like that, and it was around other people got it, but just from what I know, most of the people that wherever they bought, whoever they buy it from, they're also friends. So they come over, they hang out, they, here's your bag. The guy who's buying it usually will roll it up and smoke it with their dealer as a thank you. And, and that's the way it goes. They're not all of a sudden going to kick their dealer to the curb because they're like friends. There's a loyalty that happens there. So it's not going to, they're not all of a sudden all pot smokers going to go, okay, bye. Sorry. I'm going to, a to, a um, a dispensary now. That because that would require getting up and leaving, and for most people, they yeah, don't feel you, like you it. Yeah, it comes to your house, isn't it right there, right? Um. <laughs> yeah, grab a beer. You you know, you look at it. You you know, you pull out the sticks. You you know, you play with it. They like to do that. So they're not. It's not all of a sudden going to change. Those people are not going to go away. So yeah, that is laughable. That comment. Maybe for some people who it's a once in a while. Maybe they don't have a regular source. Um, you know, so yeah, that's kind of funny, but again, a lot of times the dispensaries, um, while that's good because now there's that whole fear, a lot of people have overdosed because of fentanyl being in, uh, in pot. So there's been like here too in Nanaimo, like, oh my God, there's been so many overdoses and friends of mine who's, uh, family members have overdosed. That's f- some freaky shit. So in a way, it's good that there's this dispensaries, I think, because it's going to be watched and regulated and you can have some assurances that it's going to be cleaner. But, you know, stuff always happens, but who knows? But I I think of dispensaries more in terms of the medicinal yeah, side of every things. dispensary has a, a green just, medical cross outside of it. 
that's kind of that uh, that symbol yeah. for hey, this is where you get weed. You get that green medical cross. Uh, but um, it's yeah. and that's that's also one of those things where with those dispensaries, it helps with cost control as well. Um, you're you're getting it in in uh, uh, what's you're getting it in amounts that is safe for ingestion. So you're not going and you're buying a quarter pound or half a pound. You're going and you're buying literally grams. So it's not. Yeah. I mean, well, you, some, can, yeah. you can yeah. buy. Yeah, you're buying I grams. Think some, I, I want to say that some areas, I know like in Amsterdam, where people have believed that it's been legal forever, believe it or not, it has not always been legal to smoke weed in Amsterdam. But um, there, they are only allowed to uh, sell a certain amount per day per person. So you can't, and when you go in, you have to give them like, it's like when you go to a Walmart or a, or a, or a uh, Walgreens or some other place to get some of your, your cold medicines, you have to give them your license now so they can monitor how much of something you're getting so you don't get to, like, I can't remember which which drug it is, but like for example, if I go to get a cold medicine, if I get more than like two or three packages a month, they'll actually tell you no, you can't, you're not allowed to get any more because you already bought too much. Same type of thing there. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to create like. So, yeah. and, and the reason why I brought exactly. it to that that direction is because number two, it's improved quality and safety control. So. With the fentanyl-laced uh, marijuana, now, like I said earlier, you cannot overdose on marijuana, but when you start making these hybrids with fentanyl and heroin and uh, LSD and things like that, you completely change that drug. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, and then things come up and then you see like stupid headlines like, oh, you got to watch because people are there, you know, people are worried about there's going to be overdoses on it now. People don't understand. There could be triggering things. There could be other, you know, contraindications of certain health instances or medications that people are on. There could be things that get in the way, but not not marijuana in and of itself. Right. And and we've seen this work. We've seen how the alcohol and tobacco industry have been able to make this work. That everybody here at least has heard of the sin tax in, in a lot of states where they add extra tax to cigarettes and 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 alcohol and things like that. And in those states that they have those sin taxes th- you know, they typically have better roads. They, they and that's really what this is doing. It, it really helps uh, create a control, a measure of control of the of the industry. And I think that. Well, yeah, but you know what? It's also they got to have their freaking hand in everything. They can't just let something be. I mean, that really. So, so what's better? Is it good? Okay, that this is going to happen, and it's going to you know, there's going to be quality control and it's going to be safe. And well, and I'm kind of leading into the next pro here. Um, and you had said about, you know, roads and things like that. I think they can't just say, okay, it's legal and leave it and everybody carry on what you've been doing. 
but no, they have to have their hand. They got to have their greedy little hand and everything and their, and put in their regulations and take their cut. And, but then when you, but when you look at the tax rates and what they've been doing over the years, uh, it's think about income taxes. For example, people pay so much out of their own personal money for, from income taxes. Well, by legalizing uh-huh. uh, marijuana for recreational use, it's it's got such a high tax on it. They actually can alleviate some of that tax burden on the income. So what that does is it gives people more money to pump into the economy to help the economy grow. And it, it they're keeping more of what they earn. So now they're not working so many hours to be able to support their families. Now they can afford to be able to take that vacation with their families. Absolutely. Do Absolutely. you really think that? Yes. I, I've you, seen you it. Really I've do? seen it. This is happening already. Her. It hasn't happened here. Hasn't changed squat well, here. It, that way. Uh, it, it, it's a state thing versus a federal thing. So states that have had state income taxes are eliminating their state income taxes. People have more money. It'll be interesting once it becomes completely, you know, legalized all across the country here, because even though it is legal here and there's lots of dispensaries here, they are still getting raided and shut down by the police. So it hasn't changed that there's still, people are still like working lots and, and cost of living is going up and rents here are, are ridiculous here. And it hasn't made it any easier for people, but now it's going to be different. Like now it, it is going to be different. And so that'll be interesting to see because I'm well, not seeing that what you're saying. Excuse me. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> I joked for a second there. I, I apologize. Um, but I get to edit this out because we're not live anymore. Yay. That's right. So I'm not seeing well, and it's not going to happen overnight. This saying. is something that's going to take years to develop. Um, just because it's legal doesn't necessarily mean they're going to automatically cut income taxes. Uh, but what it does do is it opens up the door for that. Uh, that and every one of these these every one of these bills that go up to get voted on to legalize marijuana, the problem with it is every one of them have something attached to it. It never be by itself. It's never yeah. sent up by itself. There's always something attached. And it's and that's really of one of the main reasons why we haven't seen more aggressive legislation when it comes to legalizing recreational marijuana. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I, I think it is good that maybe they are, you know, they do have a part in it. We're not totally seeing it yet because it's here and there and it's sporadic and it's, yeah, it's sort of legal, but it's not totally legal. And there's all these exceptions to it because it's legal, but yet these shops are getting shut down. So, you know, it's not really to where it could be yet. So I think it is, you know, in theory, it's best of both worlds. Those who enjoy using it recreationally can now don't have to have the fear of getting busted uh, and going to jail. Now, 
and and then you know it like you said we can have more income and maybe it can bring about some better programs or or stop some programs from being cut or you know lower personal income tax all those things you know remains to be seen and so then it brings in a whole bunch of other things too so you know we still have to worry about okay if you're going to be you know, now the fear is being put into Canadians that, okay, so it's going to be legalized. And, and the military, both the military and the RCMP uh, have said that they have issued statements that members will be allowed to use it recreationally. But now their fear is being put into Canadians. But if you are involved in this industry, or you partake in it, you better watch your ass uh, when you sure. cross that border into the United States. They're going to be watching you very closely. Make sure you're not taking you know, drugs into the States or bringing drugs from the States into Canada. It goes both ways. I mean, there's, you, you can, mm-hmm. you can see it happening. It's, it's always going to happen, but they're going to, if you're one of those people who have a license to sell weed, they're going to definitely probably flag you. You're not going to have a very, uh, trip across the border. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 What do you do for work? You know, they're going to look yeah, at that. Gonna they're going to look I got at that. Two pounds of uh, Mississippi red hair. And uh, I have no idea if that's even a strain. I'm just making shit up. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's great for revenue. I mean, they'll make shit tons of, of money. You know, he, Let's here's hope another it gets one used that in the right he way. put on there talking about money and the revenues. Here's one that he put on here as a con that I thought was absolutely laughable. And, and it says, <laughs> so I'm going to tie these next two together because they kind of talk about the same thing in a roundabout way. It says decrease in gang related drug violence. Hmm. Yeah, probably not. Um, and, uh, it allows a, it allows police and courts to focus on more violent crimes. Yeah. Well, that to me it seems like that's uh, you know, a good thing. I mean, it would be a good thing, wouldn't they be? Uh, but how is that decreasing in gang related drug violence? If that violent crime, I guess there's more police going after them. So wouldn't that increase the arrests for drug related violent drug uh, gang violence? I'm pretty sure he was, but he. Did. I think the guy was stoned when he wrote the article. Underneath that, it's a, it'll, <laughs> it can provide the police and the courts with more money through tax revenue. Absolutely, um, absolutely, I agree with that. I agree. There's a lot of resources that are spent on this that is just so not necessary. Um, our jails, we hear that they're like overloaded. Um, so it's going to reduce the incarceration for that. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to, um, free up some court time for things that get put on the back burner that, that shouldn't be put on the back burner that get held up that take two years to get to court because there's so much time caught up in all of this. Years, literally from one year to five years, I think it is. I I can't remember the exact uh, sentences, but 
they've got people in prison for one to five years for having like a half a pound of weed. Um, or, you know, sometimes yeah, it's in the so jails, the, the county like, jails crazy. are absolutely just stacked to the gills. I know that was one of the biggest projects here in Rapid City not too long ago was them building and expanding on the, uh, on the Pennington County jail. And it was, be, it was because of that overcrowding. And one of the uh-huh. biggest problems is, you know, marijuana use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There are, there I are mean, of, there's definitely there are, more and, pros. You know, one of the pros that they didn't put in here that I really, I would love to have seen, but uh, I'm going to talk about it anyways. And it's that, it's that education. Uh, it, it goes, a lot of that money is going towards education. With, with technology, mm. yeah, mm. and with technology being where it's at, there's so no reason should. for our kids to be carrying around heavy book bags full of books. You remember what that was like? Oh God, yeah. So we got yeah. So we have like a bunch of people, adults now that are like all screwed up physically because their backs twisted and they got back kids problems. Have, I mean, and- <laughs> people now, like your our age, people have like. What's that called with the nerve that goes down the back? Yeah, they got sciatic nerve problems. Sciatic. I'm going to blame the book bags. I That's that's yeah. my that's what I'm going to do. And until you prove me wrong, yeah. that's what I'm going to go with. But uh, but yeah, I mean, every child, every child in the schools yeah. in yeah. Colorado, they're they're starting to get issued lap or not laptops, uh, tablets. And they download their, their lesson from their teacher. Yeah right there uh even here in rapid city we can go onto the computer and we can follow along with everything our children are able to do and they can do this so um our schools are not issuing tablets but you know schools like that are because they have the extra funds to be able to do that some are yeah yeah Definitely. And I mean, there's just so much money that can be used for so many. And as long as it's used for good things, then great. I think there definitely is a lot of good reasons to do it. So I'm glad that they're seeing, you know, our prime minister is very, uh, very proactive in that. And that was one of the main, that was one of his main platforms, you know, when he ran uh, to be prime minister that was one of his main things was he was going to legalize it. And, you know, his dad smoked it, you know, Pierre Trudeau. And there's so many that have, you know, it's so funny is that I think a lot of people will think that if it gets legalized, you know, society is just going to all of a sudden run amok and everybody's going to start smoking pot. I think that's the funniest thing that people think things are going to change. And, you know, I can tell you, I, most of my career was in law and let me tell you, I worked for lawyers and they, (laughs) why not? They smoked pot. (laughs) And I know of some cops too that do. So, you know, it's not all of a sudden going to change. The same people that did it are going to continue to do it. It's not all of a sudden, you know, there might be the odd person, maybe if they were curious about it, but were too afraid, maybe now they might be compelled maybe to try it. 
I don't doubt that that would be the case with some people. Um, well, I think, think? I think more people would try it if they knew that they weren't going to get in trouble for doing it. Um, but I don't think you're going to see a big spike in regular. I really don't. Uh, you may, it it yeah. might come out more uh, yeah. as to who has actually been smoking all the time. Because like you said, the people who have been, to, it's, it's like prohibition. Going back to prohibition. People who are drinkers during prohibition remain drinkers. Uh, yes. They just found a different way to, to drink. Uh, when they when they repealed the, uh-huh. the the amendment, the prohibition amendment, when they repealed it, they didn't see a spike in new drinkers. It didn't happen. It was just they repealed it, and people that were drinking during uh, prohibition, now they didn't have to drink in the speakeasies anymore. They could drink at home or in a bar or wherever. But it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. 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 I think people have visions of they're just this. Uh, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be chaos. Now, There's just going to be pot everywhere. That, oh my God. Uh, businesses are still going. If it, if it's legalized uh, in Canada, here in the United States, if it's legalized, business owners are still going to have the right to say you cannot, you know, have this job without passing a drug test. That being said, there are going to have definite uh, measures in place, especially for some of these people who are like heavy equipment operators and things like that. You're definitely going to see some uh, stiffer laws uh, surrounding that, or not so, not so much laws, but regulations. Uh, you know, the OSHA and the different safety organizations. Uh. You're going to see, I think, more uh, regulations and fines. I think you're going to see you know, uh, insurance rates go up because now insurance companies are going to, uh, you know, if there's an accident and someone has THC in their system, was that person high at the time of the accident? Well, there's going to be something. I, there, it, it, there is going to be something. I think, you know, there's an automatic, you know, uh, there's something that's going to happen that's going to come of it. Just a different thing. Because when anything happens, there's always like a reaction to it. And I think that is going to bring new things into effect. Because now what we're seeing a lot on the news here with, you know, the anticipation of this becoming legalized is now they have, you know, they have breathalyzers for people that have been drinking. So now they've got this for, for pot. But the thing is, is it's not perfect. And they're even admitting that it's not really, while it will detect that there's THC in the system, it's not going to be able to detect how much or what the effect is. And you know, like we were saying earlier, it'll stay in your system for quite a while. So, you know, you could have like, you could have smoked a joint with a few other people like five days ago and you get pulled over and they think maybe you're stoned. And so they're admitting that this is not a perfect thing, but they're going to, they're going to arm the RCMP with it anyway. And if they happen to think that you might be under the influence and so that's going to cause a whole new problem now. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know why they're going to even bother using it if it's not going to be definitive. 
you might think that uh, this topic is something that you might completely against it and you might be completely for it, or maybe you fall somewhere in between, but we're talking about recreational marijuana, the legalization. So we're going to get into the cons. The what, what are people saying that the reason why we shouldn't legalize marijuana? Mm. Well, I think the main one is, I think that, um, so people think it's, it's everything's going to go to hell in a handbasket, that uh, there's going to be more addictive behavior because uh, it's the gateway drug. So, you know, people are going to, more people are going to smoke this now, more people are going to get into it and people are going to get addicted and then they're going to, you know, get into the other drugs and um, that's just going to cause a whole other problem. I think that's the main one. That would be like saying, though, that uh, cigarette smoking is a gateway drug. I don't, I don't see marijuana as addictive. It's habit forming, but cigarettes are 10 times more addictive than, than than marijuana. Um, Yeah. And they say as hard to get off of as heroin. It's much harder to quit smoking than it is to stop smoking marijuana. You know, I've, I've smoked it. It didn't get me hooked. It's not crack. It's not going to get you stuffed into a box at some point. Uh, losing all the stuff in your house to to get it it's it's not that type of a drug you're right you said it perfectly it's habit it's habit it's not addictive it's not a physically addictive thing and yeah if you want to get right down to it yeah cigarettes and coffee but no one seems to have a problem with that and, you know here's here's the basis of things when you're talking about you know man-made created things and natural things so you look at marijuana as a herb. It's a herb. And the difference between anything that's synthetic and man-made and a herb, something that's natural. So you're talking about people who use herbs as opposed to say like Tylenol and things like that. Herbs, anything natural will always do what it's supposed to do. Your body will never get used to it. It will always react the same way. Whereas things that are chemically created, you can develop you can reach a plateau. You can, you know, get used to it. So, you know, marijuana is always going to make you stoned. It doesn't matter how much you've done it. So it's it's not going to be addictive right. that way. It's just not. It's natural. Yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those drugs that when you when you smoke it or if you eat it as an in it edible or if you drink it in a tea, no matter how you ingest it. It's it's always going to do what what it says on the label. It's just gonna give mm. you that feeling that mm-hmm. that high or, or the body high or whatever it is that you're looking for. Uh, the pain relief. Always, I don't know how people can eat it's it. It's always oh going to give you that feeling. Um, now, our brain, the 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 way our brain's made up, uh, those other drugs, the cocaine, the methamphetamines, the acids. Uh, uh, the LSD, I should say, uh, those types of drugs, the opiates and stuff, they affect the chemical makeup of the brain. They actually replace uh-huh. the the chemicals in the brain that make you feel good. So you don't get that natural dopamine. Dopamine is what makes us feel good. So when you start taking methamphetamines or LSD or the other opiates, it, re- it re- replaces that completely so your brain stops making it 
when your brain stops making it, the, the, the little bits that uh, the, I can't remember what they're called, but when they, the, the part that sends the dopamine out to the receptors, when they're, when they don't have to make it, they die and they don't reach. They're gone. Now, is LSD addictive? I don't know. I haven't done a whole lot of research on that one. We, we might have to do a show on that one day. Um, I'm not going to go out and experiment with it. That's one I've never, ever tried. So, um, Oh, I have several times. Well, it, it has to be because it is a LSD. It, it, but it never addicted me, though. Anyways, ever. getting back to marijuana. <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> getting back to marijuana it's it doesn't it doesn't affect your brain in the same way that those other drugs do so uh you're not going to develop the yeah. same type of addiction as you will with those other drugs so there that works um i guess, I guess we're that was a con but yeah we kind of debunked that con so we'll move on <laughs> Yeah. So there. So for those of you that think, oh, it's a dick. It's not. It's just not. It's not. It's not. In the in the definition of addictive. Now, the not. second one they have here is secondhand smoke can become a, a problem. Um, you know, secondhand smoke is a problem for everybody, whether it's smoking uh, cigarettes or smoking weed. It is a problem. Um, so I'll give them that. I will definitely give them that. But it's not because of you're going to get a contact high. It, it's mainly from you're breathing in something that you don't want to be breathing in, uh, whether it be carcinogens, whether you're some, a lot of people are allergic to it. So, you know, you uh-huh. might, your allergies might go haywire. Uh, my daughter, she's allergic to it. So when she's around people who smoke it, she gets massive headaches. She it's, it's horrible. She, she is, she gets physically uh-huh. ill when she's around people who smoke marijuana. Ooh, God, that's awful. So yeah, second. But like you know, it is possible to be allergic to things that are natural. We know that. So absolutely. So people could say, you know, that's an argument for people to go. Well, see, see. Well, no, that that, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, <laughs> I just just looking at it, it just it just makes me laugh. Some of the things that that you read, you know, a lot of these things are coming from that 1980s mentality. Say no to drugs. Yes, say yes. no to drugs if you don't know what's in it. Let's put it that way. Say no if you yeah. don't know what's in it. If you're not getting it from somebody that you trust, and they're not getting it from someone that they trust or whatever, say no to it. Don't use it. You know, we talked about that mm. thing. Don't use That's that right. crap. Um, the decreased right. mental health. Now, there's there's so many different studies on this. I tried to look up uh, something in medical journals uh, about the decreased mental health. And there's for everything that says that marijuana kills brain cells, there's something else that completely debunks it. This yeah. one here, I don't really like it just because there's so much one side or the other. It's just too confusing. That's a tough one. Yeah, that's one. I don't know. Including that on a, you know, if you're doing a pros and cons list, having that one in, there's just not enough because I think it's a really personal thing. There's some people who uh, who use it 
for that reason to help with those things. Absolutely. Yeah. It helps with anxiety. It helps with. <laughs> yeah. And depression. And yeah. It's just, it's when you start talking about mental health, now we're, we're really getting into that medical marijuana field, which we don't really, we're not really talking about here, but yeah, yeah, I wanted to talk about it just because I saw this and I actually went out and I did do some research on it. And like I said, for everything that I, I found that said that it's bad for your brain, I found just as many that said it's good for your brain. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a very personal thing. And I think that speaks to the nature of it being a natural thing. Absolutely. So moving on to the next one, uh, marijuana users' lungs are at risk. Well, duh, you're smoking something that's going into your lungs. Of course, you're going to be at risk. People smoke cigarettes and that's a risk. Mm-hmm. You, if you pull up yeah. pictures of people's lungs who smoke cigarettes and compare them to people's lungs who smoke marijuana, you'd be completely, you'd be astonished. It's, it's such a surprise to, you see a black lung on the left side and you see a yellow lung on the right side. Marijuana smoke does not change your, turn your, your lungs black like cigarettes do. Well, a lot of the thing with cigarettes is because of all the chemicals yeah. that are added to the tobacco. Yeah. Right. There so, are, yeah. Oh man. I saw yeah. this years ago. I, I, I should have looked it up and I didn't, uh, but there are, is it like 22 times more carcinogens in a cigarette than there is in, in one cigarette than there is in one marijuana cigarette or joint, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there, I want to say there's yeah. only like 12 carcinogens in marijuana versus like, it was like literally almost a thousand in a cigarette. So mm-hmm. yeah. Is it going to be bad for your lungs? Absolutely. Are you going to be short of breath? Are you going to be able to run a marathon? Probably not. But, you know. Well, I don't know. There's some people pretty freaking active. That's yeah. Pot, right. I got to tell you. Blows me uh, away. Was he a seven-time, nine-time gold medal swimmer, uh, Michael Phelps? <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that that snowboarder that got his gold medal taken away from him. Oh, the Canadian. I think, man, if these the people can do that right? shit, like, a Canadian on. snowboarder? Yeah, from Whistler here, not far, just on the mainland, like in an hour's drive from Whistler. It's like Whistler Village, it's known. Well, we had the 2010 Olympics were here, and uh, yeah, he won a gold medal, and then they found, he got drug tested, and they found THC, so he got the gold medal taken away from him. They have, they did reinstate it sometime later, but I just thought, are are you nuts? If this guy could freaking do that, they had to. It. They had to. Pot. Yeah. The reason is, yeah, they did. But I mean, it takes away that whole. You know, it took away the whole thing of winning it, and then you get it taken away. It just. I thought, oh my god, people! Like, if you knew, I don't know. It's, Snowboarding I mean, if in general do that, is pothead culture. So the Olympic knew what they were getting into yeah. when they brought snowboarding into the Olympics. Yeah, uh, let's face it. When when they uh, when they yeah. tested him and he popped hot for marijuana, and they took his gold medal away, they were going to give it to the, the 
silver medalist. Now they test him and he pops hot and the medalist and he pops hot yeah. and the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, all the way down to 20th place. They all pop hot. They're like, Oh shit. Just the guy. <laughs> yeah. It just goes to show, just goes to show. They just don't know. They just don't get it. Right. Like it just goes to show that, that my God, I mean, yeah, not everybody's like that. Some people are extremely productive, but a lot of people aren't. And if this guy can be going out and practicing and doing that all the time and have the stamina to do that. Oh my God. He should yeah, well, the, the next one says all, marijuana alters your perception. And well, yeah, that's why people do it. <laughs> yeah. To be happy. <laughs> yeah, this is what it is. I mean, it's, you know, it, yes, it will uh, impair your ability to drive. It will impair your ability to operate machinery and things of that nature. So, you know, it's. Yeah, that's a thing that I struggle with because I know a lot of people who do. They will do that and drive. And I think, come on, it does affect you. That's why you're doing it. You're not exactly the same before you smoked it. So I have an issue with yeah, that. But at the same time, and exactly. it's not the it's same not as the alcohol. Same. But under the influence is under the influence, in my opinion. Yeah, yes, yeah. That I do, that, that, that is, yeah, I do have an issue with that. I got to say, you know, the kind of car accidents we're talking about, it's because you have fallen asleep at the red light and someone bashes in behind you because they got the green light. You're not, you're not seeing as many head on collisions, but at the same time, it's, it's so dangerous to, to do things like that. It just, to, to, I worked with a, well, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. And that's something you can prevent. So why would you do that? I actually why would worked, you do that? I worked with a guy down in the Texas Eagle. and we, uh, our job was to inspect water towers. So we're climbing up 180 feet high water tower. Now the kid, I get it. He was, a, he was not very fond of heights. I wasn't either, but in order for him to be able to climb 180 feet up, he would have to smoke a joint. The whole time we were on top of that water tower, I used to get a little sketchy because it's like, hey, this guy is, you know, he's he's not working with all his faculties here. One misstep, boom, done, gone. Um, and the other thing we did was we dove. We we were we worked underwater. And when this guy was your tender on top, it gets very, very boring when you're the tender. And if you're sitting there stoned and uh. You start getting those little nods, you know, like uh, you're feeling tired. That's not the guy you want holding your hose, making sure that you're safe underwater. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, I agree no with doubt. this one here. This is a big con. You know, under the influence is under the influence, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we touched on this next one earlier. Yeah. A little bit. So we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but Mm -hmm. it's the last one on this list. And it's that marijuana is a gateway drug thing. Like I said, we did kind of hit on this, but it's Mm -hmm. actually, we did beat the hell out of this one already. We already did really. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not, it's really not. I think, I think alcohol is more so than, than, uh, than marijuana is. 
people who do marijuana typically yeah. don't do other types of drugs because it's it's a completely different feeling from what they enjoy about marijuana. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is absolutely different. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah, that, that's it all exactly comes right. down it to comes fear. Down to fear. Um, now, I don't like I said at the beginning. We're not trying to change your opinion of this. We have our stance on it. I don't smoke it. I won't smoke it. Even if it were legal, it would be, for me, it's like alcohol. It's legal. Sometimes I have a drink. Sometimes I don't. Marijuana might be the same way. I might have a, I might take a hit. I might not. Chances are I probably won't because I do not like the way it makes me feel. But I support the legalization. I do support the aspect that people should be able to smoke marijuana if they choose to. And that's that's where I leave that. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. And and I'm the same. I um I was much harder on it years ago. I'd say even like 20 years ago. Um, I'm much more laid back with it now. But that's because I understand more about it now. Um, I don't. Um, last time I did, I was probably. Uh, 14 years ago. Um, and I slept hard (laughs) and cause I just can't, I just wouldn't be, I just wouldn't be productive and I never did a whole lot anyway. And, um, so I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't make me now. Um, I, I, but I do, I definitely do support it. I do think it's a good idea because people are going to always spend the money on it. So why not get some of that money and benefit? And that way it's, you know, other people are, the people who want to do it can still do it without fear of persecution and it wrecking their life. Because a lot of people have been doing it for a long time for health reasons. And so that way they can continue doing it. And, you know, those who don't can benefit through the community somehow. And like you said, like relieve taxes and relieve burdens. And yeah, so why not? I, I see it as a win-win. I think there can be some negatives to anything. I think there could be a downside to anything. And so we'll see when it comes here in terms of people different types of court issues because like I said they've got that testing thing but eh, it's 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 a hard thing to test it's not like alcohol so if you get pulled over and you're they test you I don't know I don't know how that's going to work but I think uh I think there's a way more pros than I, there is I cons agree. and I, I agree completely I believe there's I way more pros than cons and I believe that at some point, at some point, we are going to get to a, a, a generation of politicians where this is going to be a no-brainer. It's going to happen. Uh, it, it, it really all boils down to, when it, when it comes to the legislation, it, it really all boils down to is how, it, how are everybody, how is everybody going to be happy with, with the outcome? Uh, you're going to have an older crowd that's not going to be very yeah. happy about it. You're going to have a younger crowd that is absolutely ecstatic. And then you're going to have the people in the middle that are going to be, eh, I really don't care either way. So. Um, 
it's education. And you know what? There's a lot of people that I know that are older um, that they their minds have changed on it. And some of them that do partake because they someone showed them that it could help with something they were dealing with and it's changed their mind. So they have become users. But, but you know, we're talking about grandma and grandpa. They're not yeah, all I of a sudden going out. my sh- grandfather sh- sitting in the nursing home. For it token a big old blunt i just i just don't see that happening but at the same time i can see where where the health benefits for older people i know it helps with cataracts i know it helps with cancer i know it helps with a lot of different ailments yeah so you know, for some people, they deal with anxiety issues, people who struggle with, you know, sleep issues. It's helped people. And I think that, you know, kudos to the people who, you know, go to the smoke-ins on, you know, 420 and and that talk about it and show that, uh, you know, that the, the, the information that's coming out. And that's because of conversations. That's because people are talking and saying, no, look at this information. There's always going to be closed-minded people on everything and just believe what they want to believe. And some because of past things that happened, maybe they had a family member that was, you know, struggled with drug addiction and, you know, that started with pot and, you know, went on to other things. But so they believe that, you know, it's, it, blame it all on pot, right? Because everybody who, yeah. has smoked yeah. meth or crack or snorted Coke or every one of them at some point in their life have probably smoked marijuana. So that's where the whole thing gets blown way out of proportion. Mm-hmm. It is not a gateway drug. We, we know yeah. it's not. It's just something that people have done prior to have having experienced other drugs. Uh, I think, I think we're going to see mm-hmm. a lot coming up over yeah. the course of the next few years on this. I know right now the government that we have in place is very hard line against it. Yeah. I was going to ask like, what is his, what is his stance I'm, on that? Cause I, I haven't really heard anything, yeah, but I'm not really, but, a I mean, he's person, a old fart too, but right? I do know yeah. from reading some of the books that he has put out, like yeah. the art of the deal and things like that back in the past, that he is very much against the use of any, drug any alcohol he's never smoked he's never drank he doesn't you know mm-hmm. he he is very much against putting foreign chemicals into your body to alter your state of being so because of that i think that's the reason mm-hmm. why he is so hard lined on that even though the man is about making money and and raising the economy and all this other stuff that's not the way i think he i don't believe that's a way that he is willing to to go as far as making it happen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'd never heard, I hadn't heard anything, so I didn't know. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll, it'll be interesting. I mean, uh, you know, there's few places where it's legal and, and now it'll be interesting to see in the next year, what comes about with it being legal up here all across the board. All right. So are we ready yeah. to take this home? yeah yeah i think we brought up a lot of good things i hope we got people thinking uh and looking at things differently and you know it's independent thinking like i'm all for independent thinking and that's that's like i said we don't have to change your mind we're just trying to give you some information to let you create your own thoughts and 
conversations. Conversations. So, Lynn. Yeah. Spike yeah. Lee. Man, Spike, he, he nailed that. He nailed that intro for us. Oh. So, folks, if you want to see more He's about what we got going on, go over yeah. to facebook.com forward slash grit and grace TV, or you can go over to our website. Gritandgracetv.com, but it will be changing. We'll keep you updated. Stay tuned. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Please do share this out with everybody you know. The topics are just going to keep getting better and better. And next week, we have an amazing conversation for you. So please check us out and follow us, like us, download our episodes. I promise you. You will not be disappointed and go over to milehighradio.com and see what they've got going on. They've got so many great shows, so many great shows. What's going on at Mile High, Lynn? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, we've got um, some new shows that have come on board. We've got an awesome guy from the UK, um, the Peter Greenwood Show. He, he, uh, yeah, he's got some great musicians that are on his show. Talks about uh, current events that's going on. And uh, he's got a really, and he's funny. So we've got a good mix there. There's That's just an example of one uh, show. But there's a few new shows that have started. Uh, a really great um, husband and wife duo that's, you know, come on Thursday mornings. And there's more stuff coming. Uh, we've been a little slow on the audio dramas, but we're going to have a whole bunch of those that are going to be starting up. So yeah, and we're looking for indie artists. We want to showcase, showcase, we want to showcase um, musicians. So if that's you, please get in touch with us and send us some of your stuff. We want to showcase you on our website and we want to play you on our station. So get in touch. Please don't forget to share, like, and tell your friends about Grit and Grace. This is the big voice, Spike Reel. So long.